0: It's like grown-up wildcrats, like for wine moms. Like wildcrats for wine moms. That that's the
1: new summary of our show. That's what's going Critter on. Official. Just Critter. adult, sad adult wildcrats. So, hi, welcome to our first episode of our new podcast, Crittercast,
0: officially yep. named. So what's what's this podcast all about? This podcast is is just us having fun talking about some of our favorite things, which are different critters. Um, by critters we mean like everything.
1: just, yeah. just
0: for like FYI, any and all animals, like anything yeah. ranging from your basic, you know, dogs, cats, fish, all the way to like, I don't know, what's on the opposite end of the spectrum. Um, from fish or from dogs and cats. <laughs> I kind of did <laughs> the spectrum already.
1: So, uh, yeah. We were we were thinking about what sort of podcast we could do, um, and the best advice we found was well, I
0: found because yeah, I, I by did the by we she this this is Cassie. All Hi. of this is Cassie. <laughs> That's me. All of the podcast passion and, and research. This is Cassie's fashion project, and that that. I was forcibly dragged into
1: because you're the one who knows how to do all of the sound editing and also has let's be honest the most experience with the um animals that we'll be talking about and the most like familiarity with animals for
0: like a handful of them yeah but like in <laughs> and general we're definitely going to talk about animals that i've like never even heard oh, of oh really yeah <laughs> so, you'll come in one day and you'll be like so i did all this research <laughs> on blah 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 and i'll go cool, I'm going to pick a story about a different animal and just (laughs) fake it till I make it.
1: I'm pretty sure that won't happen because even the weirdest animals I can think of, you have not only heard more about them than I have, but, like... Maybe even touched them? Yeah, probably. make me
0: sound like an exotic zookeeper. Um, not yet. (laughs) This is true. Me and my little reptile zoo, we're starting. Our numbers started at 2.0. But we'll, we'll get stronger. Yeah, we're, it's, it's growing. Do you want to talk into the mic, Basil?
1: Talk. So this is, um, we're joined today by Karina's,
0: this is Karina. Say hi, Karina. Hi, hi Karina. <laughs> this is Karina's leopard gecko. This is Basil. He does not make noise unless you pick him up when he doesn't want to be picked up, in which case he would squeak at you. my! But he is right at the mic, and you guys will be able to see the footage that we'll upload onto a platform at a later time. Oh, yeah. We'll put up. A- pictures will it and be Facebook? Video? will it be instagram will it be youtube will we don't it be even all three know. tumblr we're just gonna maintain an yeah. active tumblr for this just gonna just tumblr that's the only that's
1: place it. no that's not it you'll find us everywhere <laughs> stay tuned at the end of the episode to hear all of our links yeah um so basil was our first foray into reptilian life
0: to herpetology
1: yes and reptile keeping this is a show about animals
0: Yeah, basically. That's it.
1: And basically, we will talk in each episode about different animals that we think are cool or that we found some neat information about or that have weird stories um, that maybe we think people don't know enough about or that we had never heard about before. So we'll try to get a good mix of mammals and invertebrates and... Reptiles. That's totally and, not how you break down family. animals. <laughs> okay, so we'll talk a little bit in every episode about a different type of animal that we think is really cool. Mm-hmm. We'll share some facts, some stories, some personal experience, if we have any. We will call in some experts. experts. Um, the first of which is coming for episode two, which on is going to be on... Cephalopods! What? What? Um, so I guess to give y'all a little bit more context about who we are um that would probably be a good idea for sure yeah you should do that me first you should go first right when i put a photo yeah (laughs) when you're
0: drinking your mountain dew red Mm -hmm. hi mountain dew (laughs) shout out (laughs) um yeah so I'm Karina, mm-hmm. and I've always loved animals. I was an animal in a former life. I truly believe. I was a cat in a former life. Mm-hmm. And, and, and as, as a, a, child, a baby. Right? Yeah, I was a cat yeah. as a child, literally, <laughs> a cat. <laughs> Do you, do you want to explain what you mean by that? Yeah. Like, I feel like that's no, pretty
1: self-explanatory. We'll, we'll tell more. We'll get
0: yeah. More we'll into have those a cat later. Like we'll have a cat episode. Yeah. But um, <laughs> no, really, I I've always loved animals. I when I was a kid, I had hundreds and hundreds of stuffed animals, little toy animals. I had a glow-in-the-dark zoo that I kept on my night table. Um, and I and a glow in the dark bag of snakes that I like to scare my sister with. I didn't know that. Yeah. I oh, have like glow in the dark cool. stuff was cool, man. Oh yeah, like, glow in the dark. Stars stuff and amazing. everything. Did you have the stars uh, on your ceiling? And I had them on the ceiling, but I was on the low bunk, so I also put them on the bottom of my Smart. sister's bed. Mm-hmm. They didn't always glow though because yeah, they didn't get enough they didn't light. Get enough. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, so I always loved animals. I used to play pet adoption with my stuffed animals Of course and you did. put on whole big they were more like adoption auctions to be honest like oh. i'd come out and showcase each animal and then make my family members <laughs> role play as different people in uh-huh. order to meet the right qualifications for each animal so every animal had you know a name an age a breed uh-huh. and a biography okay. um for who they were yeah and then my family had to pretend to be different people that would fit those animals needs just as every child does absolutely it's totally standard it felt very normal yeah to me as a kid Uh that was my normal Uh uh-huh um Yeah, so I went to school for animal science at UC Davis, um, and then I didn't graduate with a degree in animal science. <laughs> because? Because I did theater. <laughs> and it your does. talents Obviously, that lie in many places. So important. Yeah. But I did get a job at our local shelter where I remain to this day. Are you having a nice time, Basil? Oh, I'm so sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> I bothered him. He said, I'm very comfortable. I'm, I will not bother him again. Um, so yeah, and that's you know our i don't even remember what sparked my interest last year mm-hmm. before we got basil mm-hmm. in like i'd always i mean i always yeah. loved leopard geckos always did cuz my science teacher had one and then my sister got one and my roommate had one and i thought they were really cool but nothing in me like ever said man i really want a leopard gecko until all yeah. of a sudden i was like man i really need a leopard gecko yeah, yeah. Yeah. literally no idea why i got this <laughs> sudden urge to get a leopard gecko and drug Cassie. Well, I didn't really drag her. Uh, you no, you I wanted was to a go. Yeah. <laughs> kind of drug Cassie yeah. to our um, local reptile expo that's held once a year, and lo and behold, left with a leopard yeah. gecko. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then um, we were happy in leopard gecko land for a while. Started, like, kind of talking about maybe getting a second leopard gecko or getting a different kind of gecko. And then next thing I knew, I was like, hmm, maybe I should get a snake.
1: <laughs> you know, these things just come to you when you when you need them. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. so now I'm a reptile person. Uh, so I um, do not officially work with animals, but I have also... pop up. What are you doing, honey? Come here. Come here. I've also always liked animals my parents always had at least one animal in the house when i was growing up so i started off with um an orange striped tabby cat named george who was a year older than me that's excellent and he was the sweetest no that's a lie he was the bestest and the smartest of all orange tabby cats okay and he would let me lug him around and hug him and kiss him until i was about three years old and then one day he turned around and he was like, whoa, lady, you're old enough to know better, back off. And gave me like one little scratch right down my hand. Um, and that's when I learned that it was important to pay attention to animal behaviors and signals and cues. So yeah, let's see. I also had a lot of different types of animals when I was growing up too. I had a bunny named Poochie. Pookie? Pookie. It was Pookie. Um, so yeah, I had, I had goats, miniature goats. Um, Tinkerbell and I don't remember the other one's name because let's
0: be honest it wasn't as awesome as Tinkerbell you had a miniature goat named Tinkerbell I did my animal science one professor had a goat named Tinkerbell and it was his favorite goat listen
1: (sighs) I freaking loved those goats. Yeah. They were amazing. I love goats. They were adorable. Literally the best parts of a dog combined with the best parts of a horse. Yes. Oh, man. They were so cute. They're mini horse dogs. Yeah. They're wonderful. I love them. And yeah, I was like six or seven, but I was big enough that I could like pick them up and carry them around. And I did because they were my babies. But we lived, we lived on like a half acre to an acre of land, Yeah. but we lived too close to a major road. So they kept, of course, as goats do, figuring. Out like how to get out of their enclosure. Yeah. So we had to um, find a way to, you know, responsibly rehome them to someone who could keep them in a life to which they wish to become accustomed, with a nice wide open farm that they could gallop all over. I was so sad when they left. So sad. Um, and then I had guinea pigs, and dogs, and cats, and then I had no animals at all for a very, very, very long time. Yeah, I can't believe your
0: parents, like, went from having a bunch of different animals to not having any pets. I'm pretty sure that's because I kept making them get me
1: animals. <laughs> and then I moved out to go to college, and they are like, oh, hallelujah. No more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they love animals, too, but they um, they have a hard time getting over the heartbreak when we lose one.
0: Yeah, that's As tough. do we all, but... It's real tough, it but my, my best cure is getting a new one. Exactly. <laughs> no, Yikes. No. Which isn't always, like... As long as you don't get three new ones for every one you lose, right. then you're fine. Yeah, just find yourself a good number and yeah. get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And don't rush into it when you're not quite over. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, they're never going to be exactly the same. No. You've got to be ready for something new. Right. Yeah. You don't want to. Don't
1: fall. Just you clone doing? your friend. Oh, no. We've got to run away. He's so fast. He's going to take
0: over the whole world. He's moving so fast. Oh, no. What are we going to do?
1: <laughs> um, move your arm. There you go. Perfect. Oh, he's going to fall. Yeah. He's got it. <laughs> he's sling. <laughs> Don't worry. Hey, baby. Did you want to come over and say hi to Cassie? Okay. Oh, hi. Oh, hello. Oh. Oh, hi, friend. Um, so, yeah, I did not have any animals at all while I was in school. So I got back into... Pet owning. Pet owning um, a little bit after I got back into, like, working with animals because I, I knew I wanted a dog... Um, And I knew I wanted a dog that I could be really active with and get really engaged in training and learning more about, like, dog behavior. Um, So I started volunteering at the local animal shelter, which is where I met Karina. Oh,
0: my God. I
1: know. Look at us. Yeah, that's where I met. It was meant to be. Do you remember the very first day we met? You probably don't.
0: I don't. No, I'm not going to lie, because I meet so many people at adoption events that I... Right. Right. I definitely remember the first day that I was like, if you just want to, like, actually help out, yeah. please do. Because mm-hmm. it was just me, and I was like, mm-hmm. my head was falling off. Yeah. And you came, and I was like, oh, it's my new friend. Yeah. Just come and help. And you were like, okay. And you put your purse down, and then, yep. like, off to work you went. And, <laughs> like, like- <laughs> that
1: is actually literally how I started volunteering at the animal <laughs> shelter. Because I had turned in an application, but the shelter got so many applications, it took a while. It was a little backlogged yeah, uh, to go through and look for all the volunteers and then get them in for orientation. So I just kind of kept stalking these off-site events where they um, went to a local pet store and took mostly kittens but occasionally dogs to, um, to a pet store and then did adoptions there. Um, and I went for mm, probably, like, three weekends yeah, and said hello to these very informative, very, like, nice and friendly Um wonderful young oh, women who were working there. Gee, Hashtag thanks. You and Adriana. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> and our resident expert for tomorrow.
1: That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then when I came in um, one day, you were all by yourself, and you had a little black kitten on the, the desk with you, and you were showing it how to play keyboard on your phone. <laughs> and it was the cutest friggin'
0: thing I had ever seen. Yeah, I do that a lot, too. So that's, that's who we are, and that's how we met. Yeah, and now we're roommates and we have way too many pets and we encourage we discourage each other from getting some pets. And encourage. No each more other. mammals. Yeah, that's our hard and fast rule and honestly I'm very happy to stick yeah. to it. Yeah. They are a lot of work. Oh my gosh. However, so much. we have now gained in the pa- in less than a year, three new tanked animals of the scaly variety. Um, which is what kind of? I mean, that's kind of a big inspiration for us to start this podcast yeah. too, because nobody wants to um, listen to a podcast that's just about dogs and cats. Like, I mean,
1: some people do. There are a ton
0: of, especially. Well, that's the thing is that are so so many. Absolutely, we don't. And there's really so have many people new. out there that like. I mean, if if you meet somebody and they say, "Oh, I don't like dogs," like that's what? that's a minority. What's right the with
1: those people? Right
0: versus. You know, I have found actually like a really lovely community of people who, anytime I mention my gecko or now my snake, um, people who are also into reptiles will just be like, oh my God. And you can just talk forever and ever um, about other kinds of pets that you can have. But obviously, we're not giving up on our love of cats and dogs and then all other manner of exotic animals and non domesticated animals. Right. Because I do have a background in farm animals with my animal science. (laughs) Yeah. half major. Yep. Yeah. And, and my
1: parents both grew up on farms, mm-hmm. and my grandfather literally was a cowboy.
0: Yeah.
1: And I, at some point, I will tell you the story of how my grandfather gave a calf mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. Oh,
0: my. Yeah. And my I, grandma insists that we had an uncle that worked for Buffalo Bill, so. Oh, wow. Basically, I'm Buffalo right. Bill. Yeah, basically. We're just about the
1: same exact thing. Yeah. That's how, <laughs> that's how it works. Although... That wasn't really a conservation effort, no. Going on there,
0: no. Okay. But you know, they worked with animals, so they're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, I basically like when growing up, we had um, memberships to two local zoos. Yeah. I spent a lot of time um, at shelters and just a lot of background in um, many different, many different kinds of pets. So that's where our inspiration for Critter Cast. Started. And the more I say it, the more I really like that name. The more I'm kind of glad that we're gonna stick with it. Yeah, it's a good one. So that's that's kind of that um, as far as background goes. Unless we had anything no. else to add, I think, I think that's I think, great. Speaking of mealworms, <laughs> <laughs> maybe we should. Dive into today's animal, yeah. Today's I critter, think, I think so. Today's right. critter, Woohoo! the critter of the day, um, is the gecko, and most specifically, <gasps> we will talk in most detail about leopard geckos because we have basil with Maybe us. Maybe you will. I'm gonna talk about all kinds of geckos. all kinds of geckos, yeah. So, geckos, a very popular type of mm-hmm. pet lizard, um, it's just a little sub group of lizards, Mm because there's also obviously many kinds of lizards, Mm -hmm. Um, but they're excellent. They tend to be kind of softer scaled, not Mm -hmm. all of them, but leopard geckos certainly are like Does
1: Basil have like, what are his, does he have scales? He feels more like he has like skin.
0: I mean, it's, so he does have scales. Like if you look at his feet um, and along his legs, you can see that it's, it's scaled, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's just not the kind of scales you would see, like, on a snake or right. a fish. Right, It's just a very, sm- it's a much smaller kind of scale. Yeah. But it's also, you know, because that's what enables them to be able to shed their skin like that. It's right. It's a scaly, of the scaly variety. Also, we just love him. Um. So, I think, Cassie, you should probably talk first, you since you're going to mostly talk facts.
1: Factual information yeah. about, do you want me to lay down some facts? Do you want to know some Cool facts about geckos? I would love to know some cool facts all about right. geckos. So, fact number one how many species of geckos do you think there are in the oh, world? Oh, like hundreds. Uh uh-uh. uh. Really? More. More than that? More than hundreds. I mean, like you can still count them in hundreds. Right,
0: right. 1,500. 1,500. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. And that's I mean, just that was what like, we discovered. Right. Because they're, I mean, all over the world. Yeah. Adapted to be mm-hmm. in many, many different environments. Yeah. In fact, they are in. Every continent except Antarctica. I would I would, almost want to argue that there mm-hmm. has to be a gecko in Antarctica somewhere. Like, that we just... Because how much of Antarctica have right? we been able to actually explore? We haven't explore? really explored a ton of Antarctica yet. I bet there was, like, super deep freeze geckos over there. Oh, my there. gosh. But definitely, like, in yeah. every kind of ecosystem, yeah. you can They're find really a gecko adaptable. that's adapted to live there. Mm-hmm. So we have ones that are native to North
1: America. Um, let's see. Okay. What do you
0: think are the things that make geckos all part of a category? Like what makes a gecko a gecko yeah, and exactly. not some other kind of lizard? Yep. Well, they all sell car insurance. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Also, we are we are not sponsored <laughs> by Geico. By Geico, it's not even either of our insurance carriers. No, it's way too expensive. But if they want to hit us up, yeah, if yeah. I could save more than fifteen percent, that'd be can, great. Can you save more than fifteen percent on car insurance? <laughs> Um, and have pictures in of all, an adorable gecko. In all seriousness, mm-hmm. um, let's see. I'm trying to think of what I, like of the mm-hmm. very few gecko species I'm familiar with. Yeah, and and what is. Well, I know that they're all smaller lizards. Mm-hmm. Not like not they're not all tiny. They do right. range from like tiny, tiny all the way up to like giant day geckos. Yes, um, but yeah. they are certainly a smaller species of lizard. So the the largest group, gecko
1: is the New Caledonian giant gecko. Mm-hmm. Those things are huge. Yeah, they for get geckos. to be seventeen inches. Yeah, which for geckos that's very that is big. Really big. That's very large. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so they don't they don't get super big. Mm-hmm. Um, they can get pretty small though. Yes, because like those little tiny <laughs> mm-hmm. little tiny house geckos. Yep, very <laughs> small. Yeah, and then the dwarf gecko is the tiny dwarf gecko is the smallest, mm-hmm. and at full size, it's 0.6 inches.
0: Wow, I know. I mean, for like, that's got to be like yeah, tiny tiny. So those tiny. babies are like microscopic. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. very small. And for
1: our um, tons of Canadian and. Uh, European listeners, that is 1.6 centimeters. Mm. So tiny. I know, right? For anybody except for the United States. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We're a little behind the times. It's fine. Yeah. It's whatever. It's, it's okay. Yeah. Some of the other things that help people to classify geckos into gecko. So I have food. a quick question yeah. before you before you delve
0: in there. Yeah. Gecko, I, I'm terrible at like class, order, uh-huh. family, all that stuff. So yeah. gecko is that a family? as far as like actual taxonomy let's find out okay <laughs> <laughs> elevator music here do 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 do, 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 do. Ba, da, da. oh there's a gecko in my ear
1: <laughs> oh he's just giving you kisses oh thank you um so geckos it's the infraorder gekodae okay so it's an order mhm mm-hmm. um it's divided into seven families containing numerous genera Genera,
0: um genus like it says G E N E R A but yes yeah, a genus yeah but like genus. Would be a genus yes yeah i don't um, know how to pronounce those.
1: yeah and i'm not even going to try and pronounce the many many different names here because they have a lot of yeah you know, it's very mm mm-hmm. mhm but basically it's it's an order yes Got it's it. an order so some other things that help them to classify the order of geckos mhm um the amazing tails that geckos have. And yes. we'll talk about that more yeah. in just a minute. Um having a pretty relatively simple diet, which is probably part of what makes geckos such such good pets. Good pets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like you were saying, the
0: soft hairy skin. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The they're not hard scale lizards. Yeah. It's a they're still scales. Right. They're just very soft and fleshy. Yeah, they feel really velvety when yeah, you them. Yeah, and they're squishy. Yes. Squishy, squishy. But don't squish them. No. Only
1: lovingly squished.
0: Yeah, like gen- little gentle squishes. Yes, little But really little just
1: squishes. like don't squish them at no.
0: all. You can just let them squish you. No. So squishy.
1: those tails that I mentioned. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about those tails. Because
0: I know that yeah. like... Um, the leopard gecko, obviously, as mm-hmm. well as the African fat-tailed gecko yeah. and um, a number of other geckos have fat-storing tails. All geckos. All of them? All geckos okay. have... Even if they don't look like mm-hmm. that like typical yeah. swollen... Okay. Yeah, they use it as a place Good to, to know. store their fat. It's just they won't always be like visual fat right. storage. Got it. Yeah, And I know that all geckos are capable mm-hmm. of dropping their tails. Yeah. So as a defense mechanism. Exactly. It's just that some of them grow back mm-hmm. as... Like normal, some of them grow back stubby and some mm-hmm. of them do not grow back at all. Yeah. As in, you know, our favorite little crested geckos. Yes. They just become <laughs> frog butts. Leopard That's gecko right. tails do grow back, they just don't regenerate in the same capacity. So they end up pretty stubby tails. Right. But
1: um, the way that their tails grow back is really interesting. And we'll talk about that at the end of the fact section okay. um, because scientists are learning a lot. That can be used for human advancement as well. Regeneration. From leopards. Or leopard. time lord. What? Time lord. Whoa. Regeneration. Oh my gosh. A whole body from a hand. Wait, shut up. Doctor Who is a leopard gecko?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's my new theory. Time lords are actually just part gecko. <laughs> Sold. Yeah.
1: Headcanon accepted. Geckos all over the
0: <laughs> geckos all over the multiverse. I mean, gallifrey gecko. Yeah, it's it just basically the same. Similar.
1: We're gonna write that.
0: a we're gonna write a <laughs> conspiracy
1: theory fanfic. Oh, yeah. yeah, we'll start that in a new um conspiracy theory fanfic blog. Yeah. Uh, podcast. Yeah. It'll be called Gecko Frey. <laughs> <laughs> Done. <laughs> Don't, don't steal that trademark. <laughs> All right. Uh, geckos are also nocturnal, which means that they're active at night. But one particular type of geckos are active during the day. Do you have any guesses what gecko
0: might be active during the day? During the, the day? day gecko? Oh my god! The de- I, of two varieties, both the normal-sized day gecko and the giant day gecko. Absolutely. Now, I don't think there's genetically much difference. I think that was an exotic pet trade breeding yeah, thing. Yeah, I think where they right. just, just like with the giant leopard geckos, mm-hmm. where they just bred for bigger size. So
1: wait, episode two of our Conspiracy Theory podcast... Geico actually took over the the exotic pet breeding to for breed particularly intelligent giant geckos. Yeah.
0: Giant yeah. day geckos because that's geckos. what they are. Is mm-hmm. They're day geckos. Yeah. Or if, hey, he just oh the one God. Australian day
1: gecko. I, I think we've unearthed something incredibly oh incredibly deep. They're probably going to come after us now with like men in black suits and yeah. it's going to be terrible. Clearly mm-hmm. these reptile breeders. Ah, man. Um so speaking of reptile breeding, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, did you know that reptiles lay
0: eggs? Yes. Yeah. That is most <laughs> reptiles lay eggs. Yeah. There are a number, we'll get into snakes in a different episode, yeah. but there are a number, number of snakes that um, give life birth as opposed to laying eggs. Oh. Same as with fish. Or oh, like right. the great majority, it's all egg laying. So
1: what, what I learned in elementary school
0: isn't true. Oh, my God. God. Oh my world is shook They may have oversimplified things oh, in God. elementary school. What is true? And even high school and even college? No. Never? Never. Mm-hmm.
1: I refuse to believe it. Okay. Shakespeare is I mean, the you best. went.
0: <laughs> oh, God.
1: Oh, no. Let's not go down that track. No. That's for a different podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's a different one. Um, okay, but here's something kind of cool about how they lay their eggs. So they'll lay their eggs in leaves and bark, but did you know that the female le- leopard gecko can be pregnant with her eggs for years before she lays them? That's extra. Right? That's so like, extra. Years. That's too much. So the harlequin gecko their pregnancy this is their pregnancy right this is before not before they lay the egg before they lay and the egg and not the incubation of the egg right. but the creation this is and like-, like the development of the egg into ready to be laid three to four fucking years
0: oh they're so pretty too Yeah, they're I had to google it
1: yeah, um, the
0: black and white ones right no, oh, no? actually right, they're quite colorful some of them are black and white
1: Oh, my but God. Some they're them are gorgeous. Really, really Well, okay. See, no wonder that takes three to four years to create. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. We'll post a picture. Absolutely. And links, of yeah. course. hmm Yeah. So how would you like to be pregnant for three to four
0: years? I would like to never be pregnant. Never.
1: No. no, thank you, please. Mm-mm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, no. Um... So, the newly emerged babies are called hatchlings. Some hatchlings can actually be quite big for lizards, especially considering the fact that geckos don't get all that big themselves. Yeah. So, for example, a leopard gecko.
0: Yeah. Like just the size of even even tiny baby leopard geckos mm-hmm. are usually at least a solid three inches. Yeah, three to four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is like also by the way, this is me just guessing. Like <laughs> I'm really good at this. Um, I mean, I've obviously seen plenty of guessing, baby leopard geckos. You know, whatever. It's guessing. Oh, okay. It's educated guessing. It's scientific hypothesis. I have seen geckos that size, therefore that must be their size. <laughs> Um, But yeah, versus an adult gecko Mm -hmm. usually ranges anywhere from 5 to 10 inches, depending on male, female, and their particular genetic line. So they're
1: they're born, they're hatched out of the eggs at almost half the size that they're going to be as adults. Like, that's crazy. If we were born that big, we would be born, like, two and a half feet, and our mothers would all spontaneously die. Like, die.
0: Well, never I don't even know that we would...
1: I don't know that we would even, like, get out of no, them we if we were that think. big. No, it would be bad. So anyway, um, most geckos are listed um, as species of least concern in uh, conservation status. However, some of them can be endangered or even critically endangered. So a couple of them, the Bavea goroensis, Bavea goroensis is endangered because it's only found in two locations in New Caledonia, which is an archipelago in the South Pacific. And the population is decreasing because there's an expansion of mining activities that's going on that's been reducing its habitat.
0: Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, there's also, again, in New Caledonia, the, the Bavaya ornata, which is only found in two locations. Um, however, there's absolutely no known data left on how many are left or if the population is increasing, but suspicions are that it's not because the habitat is also shrinking due to mining and agriculture.
0: Yeah. But for the most part... As a, doing good. as a whole order, yeah, they're they're pretty solid. Mm-hmm. I mean, when with over fifteen hundred right. species yeah. to choose from, yeah, and in that they are very, um, mm-hmm. very, very good little breeders. They're good little and breeders. Very good at adapting to new environments. Yep. Um, Hardy, solid animals, which, again, just kind of circles back. I guess I'll talk more about that later Yeah. um, in that why part of why they're so good at surviving in the wild is is what makes them great pets as well. Yeah, exactly. Because, again, another reason that they survive so well in the
1: wild is that they have a pretty simple diet. Yeah. Um, You know, they can eat high
0: bunny. I mean, they can basically eat anything. Yeah.
1: Um, And they can eat, most of them, a mixture of small bugs and insects um, and then some,
0: like, plants. And other lizards, too. Mm, Yeah, you know.
1: So they're not super picky. No. Yeah. Um, Another reason that they probably do so well is because they tend to be really long-lived in captivity— a well cared for gecko can live to between 10 to 20 years old which i know you know
0: I know that because that was a big part of the reason that i wanted to get a gecko mm-hmm. because like that's a nice long it's a lifespan good. Yeah. It is, if you can take good care of them, you can have a really good best friend for quite a while. Yeah, but
1: that's something that people who aren't really looking for that long-term commitment
0: might want to have a heads up on. Yeah, I wish that they had that sign up in yeah. big bold letters at pet stores that sell yes. geckos. Yeah, because you can find Hello, leopard geckos. Hello, this is a baby leopard gecko. It can live to, well, the ones in pet stores probably can live to 10 years. Yeah. Even if they're very well cared for yeah. from the time you get them.
1: We are also not sponsored by any pet stores. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, we're not
0: going to say nice things about them, so...
1: Some of them we will. Sure. We, like, locally owned, small yeah. <laughs> pet stores. I have
0: a lot of thoughts on the matter.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, to be discussed at a later date. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they can live for a really long time. The longest-lived individual leopard gecko, 27 years old. Okay, Baz. You're gonna do it, buddy. You got a long, a long time. Twenty eight It's my
0: golden year, so you got to do that, okay? Yeah, definitely. Win me, a, win me a record.
1: So, of course, another reason why they're so good at living long is because they can escape from predators really well.
0: Yeah, because because of those tails. Those man. tails. The sand tails. Because they're very fast, firstly. Mm -hmm. They look like they sit there and do nothing, but mostly it's because they are nocturnal. So when you have a pet gecko, they'll sleep all day. Um, They are very fast Mm -hmm. movers. And when they are not moving fast, um, they're usually hiding very well as well. Also really good at camouflage. Yeah, they're so camouflage. And so if a predator is chasing after them, really all they're going to be able to grab onto is their tail. And then they can (gasps) just... let it go. Yep. Their tail detaches. From their entire their body. Their whole fucking tail. Yep. Just comes right the fuck off. And then, usually, that's plenty of time for them to skedaddle away. Yeah. And the predator will eat the tail and then be like, wait, what? <laughs> Where's the rest? What? Oh, They're right. long gone by okay. then. Yeah. <laughs> and the lack of the tail does not, um, it doesn't, the only thing that it would cause problems for moving forward is that they wouldn't be able to do it again. Right. Um. I mean they can those, those species that can't regrow their tails right. at least, wouldn't be able to do it again. yeah those that can regrow them, I mean it, it would be harder, and it certainly is stressful to lose your tail, yeah. but it's a great survival yeah, it? we hope to not have them put in that situation in captivity, right. but it does happen. yeah it's
1: happened because they can in addition to having their tail detach when they are attacked by predators, mm-hmm. they can drop their tail in times of extreme stress
0: yeah. Because, you know, it's it's that same fight or flight instinct yeah. where that is their instinct yes. when they get that high stress. Right. It's kind of
1: like throwing your wallet at a mugger and yeah. then running away. Being yeah. like,
0: ah, go after the money. I'm yeah. out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just throw your money away in other ways when you're high stress. Like <laughs> at Target. Ah, shoes. <laughs> I'm running away in you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, that's not a perfect analogy. Yeah, but, but, but yeah, good. I mean, that's why they're so... So they can still go on breeding happily and their offspring will still have tails because it's not a genetic trait to be passed on. Another cool thing about geckos is their, their skin and their
1: toes. Mm -hmm. So geckos, um, a lot of people think that like they have sticky toes because they can cling on to a lot of stuff really well. Most geckos, Basil Mm -hmm. accepted.
0: (laughs) He has long, sharp nails. It's not his fault. Right.
1: Right. Um, It's not because they're not sticky at all. Yeah. No. Instead, they have... Little tiny hairs. Tiny, tiny, tiny... They're called nanoscale hairs. Yeah. Thousands of them that line every single toe. So, according to American scientists, gecko toes... This is a direct quote, okay? Gecko toes work nothing like pressure-sensitive adhesives... Which is what's what enables sticky things, oh, <laughs> hi, Vez, <Beth. laughs> to um, stick like tape or adhesives. Right. Hi,
0: sweetheart, you gonna come over to me? Oh, thank you. so You what's know, all? fancy mm. words like polymer bonding and stuff like that.
1: Right. No, it's because um, they bear ridges that are covered in an array of stiff hair like setae. 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 Mm.
0: Each seta. Seta? Um, Honestly, I know what word you're talking about. I can see it in my head. I don't know the pronunciation.
1: S-C-T-A. Branches into hundreds of tiny, tiny, tiny endings that touch the surface and engage (laughs) intermolecular van der Waals forces. (laughs) Yeah. These are some evolved animals. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's how they're able to hold on to things.
0: They also, um, van der Waals are (laughs) fun chemical bonds. See? There you go. That's m- me using my two quarters aren't you, of chemistry. Aren't you glad that you did an animal sciences major? Um, I'm so glad. Because now you know. Because now I can just recognize the term Vander Waals Yeah, that's right. And know what, it, what the fuck it means. Oh, um, I don't remember that. I oh. got a C- in chemistry. <laughs> <laughs> I just recognized the terms. So. Oh, well, you
1: know. It's good enough. <laughs> so apparently... Um, on a 50 gram gecko, the setae generate enough force to support the weight of two people. Also, their toes move really quickly, and they stick to nearly every material, and neither stay dry or dirty nor self-adhere. Do you want to know the material they cannot stick to?
0: Um, th-
1: themselves. Mm, yeah, okay, true. Yeah. Because yeah, they don't self-adhere. Yeah. But there's something else they don't stick to, too. Um, Water. No, in fact, water is like actually they don't like stick to anything, but they can hold on to things. Right, right. right. Except they can't grip Teflon. 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 Mm-hmm. So like those Teflon coated
0: um pots and pans. Yeah.
1: don't don't put your gecko on that and think it's gonna be able to hold on. Yeah, unless yeah. it's like perfectly flat and it can just right. walk.
0: Or unless you add water. It's if you like add there's water, solid Teflon. They're able to hold on never to bothered, it. Never bothered. Never harassed. <laughs> I'd give anything to be like that. (laughs) (sighs) Shout out. (laughs) Shout out to Heather's The Musical. (laughs) Um, Revive it. Cast
1: me. I'm ready. Like you said earlier, geckos can communicate. Like, um, they can vocalize. They emit high-pitched squeaks, little kind of barks. Mm -hmm. Um, They can make, like... Mating calls like the male toke geckos Mm -hmm. from Asia make a loud, persistent mating call that sounds like, Okay, are
0: you ready? Yeah, toke, toke. Yeah, (laughs) they're Pokemon. Oh my god, they're Pokemon! They're Pokemon. Yeah, but I can't credit myself for that idea. I I saw that in a Clint's reptile video. (laughs) If you guys are into reptiles at all, you should look up Clint's reptiles on YouTube. He is a really awesome zoologist who has lots of reptiles and does videos about what makes reptiles good pets and different, just informational videos on different types of reptiles. And he does talk about the Tokei Gecko mm-hmm. as a Pokemon, basically. Yeah. So I am crediting him because that's what you do. That's what I learned in college. And if he ever wants to um, be do a, an expert
1: uh, yeah. on our um, an episode of our podcast, you should come over. Please and hang please out. Please come over. Clint. So, um,. Yeah, they have specialized toe pads, so that's why they can move across so many different types of surfaces. Other cool things that their eyes are really amazing. The helmet gecko has 350 times higher perception um, than human cone vision at the color vision threshold, so they can see way better. Mm -hmm. Um, So basically, they're so good at being nocturnal because even in low light low light everything still looks colorful and fully like lit to them so that's pretty pretty fucking cool where'd he go oh he's under here oh yeah there he is in yours he's in my computer oh my god i thought i lost my gecko no we did not lose a gecko i really thought i lost everyone here is fine okay (laughs) um so
0: do we have any other cool gecko facts that you know that you want to share Um, no, not particularly. I mean, I have got, like, general gecko information, but no other cool fun facts. Okay, so I have some, like, cool news stories about geckos. So, first of all,
1: they just recently discovered a new species of gecko that has unusually large scales. So, here's its, like, super defense strategy. Is you know it? how most geckos can detach their tails? Is it gonna throw scales
0: at people? <laughs>
1: no, it doesn't throw them. Does it eject them like a porcupine? No, I'm sorry. That's it's sad. It drops its own fucking skin. Ew. Yeah.
0: I mean that's way less cool. I was really thinking that it was gonna <laughs> be ejecting scales. No, at people. I'm sorry.
1: It can't like launch <laughs> them. It <laughs> jumps out of its skin. Like it jumps forward out of the skin. But that's like wimpy. Right? Like, oh, no, they're really good at getting away from things. So yeah, not running away, not attacking. Well, yeah, that's the gecko way. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so the geckos they have these really large scales that are shaped more like fish scales, which is what enables it to shed all of that skin area. So they can shed like all the way up through their head, right, and then regrow. Yeah, yeah. So that's really fucking cool. Um, okay, do you wanna hear something that's
0: gonna gross you out? I'm not grossed out by much. Okay. Excuse me.
1: So last Thank year, you. a man in China went to the hospital because of severe ear pain. Oh, did he have a gecko in his he ear? He had a live gecko in his ear canal.
0: Gross. Yep. Uh, to me. <laughs> I you- <laughs> say, as I say, nothing will gross <laughs> me out. <up. laughs>
1: I live to prove you wrong. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no. So he had a live gecko in his ear, um, mm. according to the Deacon Chronicle, a South Indian paper. Uh, so when doctors looked at it inside, they were able to see that it was a live lizard. They tried to remove it with twizzers, but since it was alive, it was squirming around and kept escaping from them. So they had to sedate the lizard, which they were able to safely do. Yeah. Um, and then so they anesthetized it, and then they were able to safely recover most of it.
0: Did they leave the skin behind?
1: No, or the tail. They couldn't find the tail. Oh, but okay. So that doesn't necessarily mean the tail was in the man's ear canal still. It's totally possible that but the gecko like had previously his... dropped its tail
0: or before it went, went into like his like ear, moving around his head. Somewhere. Or it's possible it's still in his ear canal. <laughs> Like to this day, gross. Yeah,
1: That's <laughs> you're welcome. Like horrendous. I know. <laughs> this is... Ugh. Ugh. Okay. So last last thing, I promise. Are you ready? No, because last thing was gross. This is not gross. That's but, I mean, fine. it's a little gross, but not it. Mm, okay. So anyway, scientists are studying leopard geckos to see how to treat spine damage in humans. So they're um, they're looking at how exactly it is that leopard geckos. Regrow part of their um, their tail after they lose it, mm-hmm. and they think that what's really cool about it is the fact that when the tail comes off, a blood clot develops really quickly, which seals seals in the injury mm-hmm. and prevents scar tissue from forming. Um, so, if the scientists are able to attach a piece of skin to the area as the clot was forming, that the that tail would fail to regenerate. Um, So the open wound itself helps to send out signals into the body that something needs replacing. If you cover that wound, those signals are halted, and that halts the regeneration process. Right. So by um, keeping—and when humans get spinal cord injuries, we create scar tissue around it. But if we were able to um, not generate that sort of inflammation, then we could regrow. So the question that these these people—the main doctor is Dr. Vicarious— which is a fucking cool name.
0: Yeah. Also sounds like a supervillain, though. He's,
1: he's happy. He's in my computer. Oh, good. Um. So the question that they're researching is whether or not reintroducing radioglia stem cells into an area of injury could prevent scar tissue from forming and thus promote regeneration.
0: I feel like I've learned a lot. Good. Me so too. That's
1: good. I learned so much about geckos. So
0: I'd like to first talk about um A personal experience of mine about how my gecko loves the booty <laughs> I'm sorry what, yeah, my gecko loves the booty uh, mm-hmm. so firstly, a word of a word of caution mm-hmm. to all of you who may own small critters, mm-hmm. uh, including reptile variety, mammal variety, and large critters. Mm-hmm. Mostly of the mammalian variety. Right, right. Um, generally, it is bad practice <laughs> to have your tiny animals of, you know, your tiny little prey animals yeah. around your large predators. Ah, yeah. Usually. Right. Bad practice. We certainly have some in our house that are more interested in our reptiles than mm-hmm. others. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I have two dogs who really could care less about our reptiles. It's they true. honestly do not care. And so I feel okay having my reptile out and having them in the area without being too concerned. Of course, I'm always, always watching. So sometimes Basil just hangs out with us on the bed when there aren't cats on the bed hanging around. Cause right. Actually, that's not true. I do have one cat that doesn't care about him as well, mm. but we'll get mm-hmm. into that. Um, and oftentimes... My two small dogs will just be laying on top of the blankets, taking a nap, and Basil will be crawling all around the bed because he loves to just, like, hang out and walk around and explore things. Yeah. And one time, probably about three months after I got him, Mm -hmm. when I was finally relaxed and having him hang out with us, he was wandering the bed and he came upon my dog, um, my smaller chihuahua, and just stood there and looked at him and then climbed up and just put one little hand (laughs) on Rue's butt (laughs) and just stayed there for a little and Rue kind of like, he flinched a little and turned around and then he just stopped And I actually have a picture, which we'll post, of course, on all of our oh, platforms, of Absolutely. so that you can see um, just the the fleeting oh maybe God. ten seconds that they stood still before <laughs> Rue got really weirded out and like walked away. Right. But he didn't turn around. Uh-huh. He didn't pick up the lizard. He didn't do anything. He just left. Yeah. He felt uncomfortable. Oh, good job. <laughs> and just walked away. Oh God. Um. So yeah. So but but Basil loves a booty. He just does like. Every time he's on the bed now and the dogs are there, Mm -hmm. that's what he goes straight for because they're nice and warm. Right. Um, However, he's never been able to get more than two paws. I I wouldn't call Rue plush. Oh, true. Yeah, Yeah. he's very bony. tink has got a little bit. No, she's got a little junk 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 in the trunk. Yeah. For sure. But, you know, he's never able to get a second hand up there before the dogs leave. It's the dream, though. Yeah. He's always reaching. It's his dream. I think he wants to curl up on them so bad because they're just, like, really warm. Cozy, cozy. That would be literally the cutest thing. Cozy, cozy. Aww. So that's that's my fun basil story. Um, The reason that I recommend leopard geckos Mm -hmm. as a great starter reptile, and and specifically lizard, is for all the same reasons that everybody else says. They Mm -hmm. are easy, easy to find. Mm -hmm. They're cheap to buy because there are so many available, and because they're so easy to breed, there will always be a continuous supply of them. They're very hardy animals, so when you first get them, if you don't have their setup exactly perfect, if you don't have Mm -hmm. their diet exactly perfect... They're gonna be able to so you're not survive. Pull them on the
1: first day. No, not I hate right the that. way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's like be my able biggest fear: to survive for a new quite animal. a while, um, even with some mistakes in how you're caring for them. Obviously, that's not your goal when you're getting a new pet: is to be like, "Oh, who cares? Whatever, they're gonna live." Um, but you know, mistakes do happen. We all make them, and so these are very hardy animals. Yeah. Yes. Um, the other thing is their diet is very, very easy and simple. They do have to eat live insects, so that Ew. is a, that's a downside <laughs> for some people. But all, um, all but basically two, maybe three species, popular species of um, gecko as pets eat live reptiles. Most of them do. Now, the that exception being my other recommendation for a good beginner reptile is crested geckos or gargoyle geckos. I love crusties. They're so fucking cute. Crested geckos and gargoyle oh, geckos, which are essentially genetically the same animals mm-hmm. um, in their requirements, mm-hmm. but very different in the way they look, of course. Right. Um, right. Gargoyle geckos being those like dark, kind of yeah. grayish, charcoal colored geckos. Right. And then Cresties, um, coming in a variety of colors, but usually it's that kind of like leafy brown-yellow. Yeah. So pretty. Um, with the eyelashes. That's yes, what gets the people. eyelashes are adorable. Um, They have the little ridged eyelids yep. that make them look like they have eyelashes. Um, those guys are both arboreal, so tree climbing geckos Ah, that need more vertical space than necessarily like big, long, wide tanks. Right. Um, and they can eat without, you could feed them a a diet of purely prepared food, which basically is like puree, (laughs) add water, mix in, give it to them in a bowl. So like how I feed my dog. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You can feed, um, gargoyle geckos or crested geckos. In that way, okay, and, and they're scientifically formulated diets for them because in the wild they'll eat they'll eat some insects, but mm-hmm. they'll also just eat a variety of plants and fruits. And so basically, the simulated diets that they sell you in yeah. a bag um, are just the mix of fruits, and you can offer insects as a treat, but if you're not into it and you're squeamish they'll also survive just fine without do they
1: do they like miss out because of not getting the exercise or the
0: no because they're arboreal geckos they're kind of moving around and climbing all the time okay versus like leopard geckos who really need that stimulation of hunting their live prey and most geckos do need that um crested geckos are kind of just explorers they're kind of around doing that all the time they love to jump from limb to limb, Aww. like little lemurs. So it's, cute. Yes, it's it makes them a little bit harder to handle, right. which is why I I prefer leopard geckos because yeah. I think. Even though they can be squirmy at times if they're not used to being handled. Yeah. I mean, we've been talking now for like 50 minutes, Yeah. and we've had Basil out pretty much this entire time. Mm-hmm. And he's been up and down my arms, up and down my face, yep. a little on the table, yeah. a little on the laptops, but for the most part, and he's not running. He's just kind of I'm walking up. around. He's just exploring. And it's very easy to just scoop him up. And yeah. of course, the whole time I've been saying this particular <laughs> branch of thought, he's just been sitting in my yeah. hand, which I think <laughs> he's makes sense. tired. Him, oh, he yeah. He's had a busy, he's had morning. a very busy, yeah, it is yeah, morning time it's for him. Morning. And we woke him up very, very early, we too. Did. We woke him up at, like, 10 o'clock we, for him, we which we is, like... record this without having him out here. No. That's, like, 7 in the morning for him, too. Oh, He's like, wow, guys, this oh, I'm is sorry, really buddy. early. We
1: didn't even offer him any coffee. No, we didn't. That's true. Damn. So, send us your listener stories. Yeah. Send us stories about your animals. Send yeah. us stories about your geckos. Yeah,
0: specifically for this specifically episode. Specifically your we geckos. Are, we're looking
1: for geckos. And Don't us. worry, there'll be plenty of room oh, yeah. for your other pets. So much more. We're going to have a whole snake episode... Maybe more.
0: Maybe multiple. Probably episodes. multiple dog and cat episodes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Obviously.
1: Yeah. And a lot of other different types of exotic pets that people have. So we'll be able to <laughs> get all those great stories. What's your
0: experience with wild animals if you've got pets that aren't technically domesticated? Eep. So
1: send us pictures yeah. of your geckos. Pictures. Send us stories. Videos. Stories. Videos. We love videos. Post them on twitter tumblr instagram we have to create a hashtag oh yeah what should the hashtag be hashtag critter cast hashtag Crittercast. or tag yeah tag critter cast which but creating use generally. the hashtag i love my gecko mm, no not good too enough Too general okay um hashtag gecko loves the booty <laughs> obviously hashtag gecko loves the booty Nobody else will have that. And show us and what that's b o o t y oh beauty. yeah oh, obviously. Wonderful! Thank That's you a all lot of for gecko information. Tuning in. Um, send us information about what sorts of animals you'd like to hear more about. We would love to have. We have several ideas, of course, and we're going to record several episodes going off that those ideas. But then we'll take into consideration what y'all want to hear about. Yeah. So let us know what you're interested in, um, and remember to follow us on social media, um, and then tag us at CritterCast with. Gecko Loves the Booty.
0: Gecko Loves the Booty. Gecko Loves the Booty. Gecko Loves the Booty. That's right. All right. Peace out, y'all. That's a terrible sign-off. <laughs> what do you want to do? We're going to have to think of a better sign-off. All right. Also, give us your suggestions for a good sign-off. <laughs> <laughs>